0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. It's working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that
0: pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, I got the thumbs
0: up. That means we go. Al, how be you?
1: Oh, hi there, Jerry. Uh, so, uh, this may be a little more inside today, but I think sometimes people like a peek behind the scenes of, I uh, know what's going on of the podcast industry and the podcast world. Uh, you were out yesterday, Jerry, and I had, uh, an impromptu meeting with Spike.
0: What sparked this for, so I was just, so background, yeah. I was, I had a uh, medical appointment with my son yesterday. So I was literally on, I listened to almost the entire show because traffic is horrendous. Yeah. And it took well over an hour to get in the Lincoln, get through the Lincoln Tunnel, but whatever. So when I put the radio on, this was the 720 segment you missed. Is that sound no, right? No, 620. 620. So, right. So I put on the radio right when we were leaving and there was this whole big to-do that you weren't there. So I missed how it all started. How did you end up not in the control room for 20 minutes arguing with Spike?
1: When we when we got into the first break, I said, you know what? Spike's here. It was before he was, you know, Spike comes in, does some work, goes to the gym, yes. comes back, does it like he's here all day and he's in and out. So I was like, I know he's down there now. going to run down there at the break and just give him a heads up that I'm having a meeting with the podcast people in case anything gets back to him. I didn't want oh, fair. no surprises. Yes. He was so, he was very appreciative. Uh, he's like, oh, thank you for uh, letting me know, yep, that, sure. you know just give a heads up in case someone after our meeting asked him any questions about the podcast mm-hmm. so uh in the time that i was back there then with him then he and i started discussing podcasting and uh the business of podcasting and numbers and all these things and we went back and forth it was uh it was fun he laughed at me a lot of a lot of times because i was being very animated mm-hmm. like, this i don't get it so he had a good couple of laughs at my expense. Uh and then uh listen I did walk away with some good information from him, things I hadn't thought of, which is usually when I have any sort of big discussion with Spike, I always walk away. He's very smart. He's very smart. He He's a good person to have discussions with, especially like I'm sometimes more about the argument than yes. the than what is being discussed. Yeah. And he doesn't fall into that trap with me. Like, he keeps it to the... very level-headed. Very Mm -hmm. (laughs) level-headed. He listens. He's a great listener. He gives you feedback. He gives you things to think about. He also says, I agree with what you're saying, but this is... But anyway, we just got into the whole thing about podcasting. And and he made some good points about... We are in the Wild West of podcasting right Mm -hmm. now. We're still in it. Like, the fact that... Infants and stages too. Yeah, the fact that there are so many podcasts that nobody listens to, or very few people listen to, there are podcasts on uh, Apple Podcasts where people have an update of the podcast. In, I haven't done an Alan, uh, uh, uh Al's boring podcast in. Probably four years. And they're still there? They're still there. Really? Like, Apple should throw them off. Right. Right?
0: It's got to be an expiration date.
1: Right. You're not keeping up with doing new podcasts. Let's get rid of them. Yeah, you would think. So we were talking about that, and he made a good point. He's like, listen, Apple is in the business of hardware. Apple's selling phones and iPads. They're not selling podcasts, so what is it to them if your podcast is up there or not? Mm -hmm. Or it's getting in the way of other podcasts. They make money on the podcasts. They're making money on selling you an iPhone and an iPad. Right. So they're, that made sense. They're the
0: avenue for you to listen to the podcast.
1: Right. But they don't care if anyone listens to the podcast or everybody listens. To yeah. They don't care. That's not their business. Sure. So we got into that and I don't know, I just
0: I, I would I, also think podcasting housing companies yeah. don't give a crap if anybody's listening to them either, as long as you pay your monthly fee. Correct. And if you want to do a podcast that's got four listeners and you're going to give us thirty nine ninety nine a month to house it, no problem. Like I pay twelve
1: dollars a month still to house Al's boring podcast. Really? Yeah. Which is why it's still up everywhere because that's I'm, to the I'm point. They're still the collecting the money. Right, Simplecast I use, which is they're a they're a great. Yes, uh, you gave me them. Yeah, Simplecast. I canceled
0: mine, but that was very good.
1: Yeah, but the minute, but what's funny? It's like I'm a sucker for uh, I'm an appreciative of people that listen. So the one time I was like, hey, just a heads up, I was gonna uh, take the Al's Boring Podcast down, and uh, maybe I'll put them up again in the future, but give it some space to like. Mm-hmm. You no, know, he's talk about like when, when guys retire, they need to go away for a little bit, and it then be come appreciated back. when they come back. Yeah, sure. I was like, yeah, but I heard from so many people, like, I still listen to it. Please yeah. don't take it down. I was like, eh, that felt nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, so I'm still paying my 12 bucks. The same
0: way athletes still get a lot of love, even if they're around a lot. You're right. It's the same
1: thing. Right. That Bernie Williams still roams around. And people still love Bernie Williams. People still want to take pictures with him and talk yeah. about the old days. So I wanted to go, um, I have a meeting with a, with a podcast person today. And my, this was what I was going in with, Jerry. This face to face or on the phone? Uh, a Zoom meeting. Oh, okay. Zoom meeting. You and I, believe it or not, started doing this podcast nine years ago. I know. 2015. Yeah. Well, we've done eight years, and this is our ninth right. starting of our ninth yep. year. And we're still getting paid the same amount we were getting paid. Sounds familiar? Nine years ago. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. 2015 linked? was some year are they linked in with CBS <laughs> <laughs> and we started it when it was CBS radio and they said hey we're looking to start doing original podcast if anybody's interested let us know and that's when we went to them and they said okay great yep. did a 15-minute podcast so in the meantime we got started doing the uh warm-up show which was just one segment right correct it was 15 minutes it was 15 minutes uh it was c- coming out of the uh, five forty a.m update with harris allen
0: with by the way the update and then we had a six minute commercial break so we were really doing about nine minutes
1: we were doing a nine minute warm-up show yeah. but then during the pandemic we were working from home mark Chernoff said hey why don't you guys do a full hour he you asked work us her from it. home we said, okay, we'll do it. So fast forward these years later, we now give the podcast people, instead of one segment, we're now giving them, there's three segments in the yeah. warm-up show, yeah. plus the post-game podcast, this, that's four segments, and then they make one long pa- podcast, five. Right. But what that also does is it takes the audience and it the, it ups your downloads, mm-hmm. right? Right. So where there used to be one download that was an hour long, there's now five downloads. Yeah, one of them's an hour long, and then they're f- f- whatever ten minutes mm-hmm. each segment. So I just feel like that's more valuable to the podcast people. You would think so. My pitch would be, you know, uh, shouldn't, couldn't we get more money for something. doing that for something?
0: Right. We're not looking to get rich.
1: Right. But here's what I what I've decided all along too is like. The minute you start doing something for free, it is very you difficult. It. Yeah. Yes, it's the same way. If you if you are a business that was giving away your content for free and newspapers. all those newspapers, newspapers, then all of a sudden say, you know what? Yeah. Uh, now we're going to charge you for it. People are like
0: nah. Right. Well, this and this comes back to the warm up show when we were asked to do the full hour. Right. And I asked for compensation, and the comment it was during a pandemic. And I understood. I got it. You know, people were getting let go. We we're happy to have our job. And I, I was told we could have a conversation when things calm down in a year or two.
1: Right. Well, now the conversation
0: did not go well. Right. And then Mark left. And then Spike looked at me. God bless him and said, I have nothing to do with that. Sorry. Which right. I understand. I get it. But that sucks because we did it based on a premise that maybe we could come back and discuss this. Right. But once we gave it away.
1: That's right. Once you give it away, you've given it away and, it, and it's very hard to get paid for that. Yeah. Right? It is. So, um and that being said, the hour-long warm-up show is my favorite part of the workday. It understand.
0: is. Yeah, well it's your cuz it's your thing.
1: Right. Why would I don't want to give that it's up? It's not like
0: no, that has nothing to do with Boomer and Geo. That's that's their thing.
1: Right. We do the hour. It's fun. It is fun. I agree. I love being the first uh, you know, because Sal, the overnight show is still considered nighttime. I agree. And <laughs> 5
0: a.m. to me is when the new day starts. Yes. I've always thought that.
1: Yeah. Like at, at 10 to 5, that's still the 4 o'clock hour. It's mm-hmm. still considered night. You go out on Friday night. You come
0: in at 4 o'clock in the morning. It's Friday night. Right. I, I agree with you. Right. 100%. You come in at 5
1: o'clock in the morning. He's like, you didn't show up till the morning. Yep. So it's really cool being able to talk about the things that happened that night, No before, doubt. Right. No, no question about it. Like, I sometimes think about Tiki and Tierney. Like, to me, the midday show is the toughest because in the afternoon, things start to, you know, different news starts to come out. Yeah. That midday show, it's like you're coming on at 10, and we just beat all the topics to death for four yeah. hours. I mean,
0: it was different when Imus was here. Yeah. Because at 10 o'clock, you started the sports day. Yeah. Imus was really just politics entertainment, and then one sports segment an hour. And even at that, you didn't even get a full segment out of it. So 10 o'clock, whether it was Russ and Steve, whether it was Joe and Sid, whether it was Joe and Evan, that was the start of the sports
1: day. It is different now. It is different. It's definitely different now. So while I feel like since we're giving the podcast people many more segments, we should be getting more money for it. The problem is we've already been giving it to them for a long time. But – The thing that prompted me to do this is internally they send around uh, the numbers. Our numbers are good. Yeah. So our numbers for our podcast as an original podcast, Mm -hmm. like Boomer and Geo is not an original podcast. Right, Right. That's a radio show that, but the post game podcast is an original podcast. So for an original podcast in the, in the sports category, we're like number three. In the company. Yeah, it was pretty good. Not just at WFAN. So I do feel like that I gave it some some time to build up Mm -hmm. for them to be able to look at numbers and go, hmm, looking at the numbers, do they deserve some more cash? For sure. So maybe. And maybe not, right?
0: I certainly think so. I mean, I think the numbers that we give them are substantial. I really do. I think they're substantial. I mean, it's not – we're not – this is not the fan. This is Odyssey.
1: Right. And that's the other thing. So then you'll also hear, like, I think Evan, Evan does Rico Bronya. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He's not on a schedule with mm-hmm. it, though, right? He does doesn't it what have he to wants. do it. Right. does it when he wants. He doesn't have to do it every Tuesday, every Wednesday. Right. So that is a little more of a difficult sell for to sell advertising and something that's not consistent. We're here every day. We're here every day. But there are people like Evan, and I, I don't think Evan gets paid for his. If he does, I think he gets paid... Based on the advertising,
0: I don't think he does because he started that on his own platform. Yeah, and I believe gave it to them.
1: Right, so but I again, he doesn't. So, the minute you start getting paid, it's hey, every Tuesday yeah. or four days a week or whatever it is, and Evan probably didn't want to do that for sure. It's more of a thing for him just to talk Mets mm-hmm. because. Four hours, four and and a half hours a day. It's definitely not enough time. Definitely (laughs) got to do a podcast about it. Actually, the nets podcast made a lot of sense to me. I agree because we don't talk nets here. No, I know, but we certainly talk Mets. Yes, plenty of a lot.
0: Yeah, I think a hockey one is a good idea. Yeah, I think the net one is a good idea if you can build an audience. I mean, that's and Keith McPherson does one. Yeah, you know, I don't know what type of numbers he gets. I have no clue.
1: Right, and that's the other thing that bothers me about the podcasting industry. We don't know what anyone gets. All I can tell you is, and they don't even tell me when I said we came in at number three. They don't tell me how many that is. I just can see where we rank amongst mm-hmm. other shows. Yeah. We didn't get one for January, yet, did we? You know, I emailed, and and they sent me one right away, and it came out February 10th. I said, I never. by the way, I never got this, and I'm normally on all these. Oh, okay. So you didn't get it either? No. Okay. No, and it was a good... Yeah, we were three. Yeah, no, I didn't. Now, the one month we were number four was December because vacation.
0: Yes, and we did half of them. Correct. That we usually do.
1: Yeah. So, uh, oh, and the other thing is, like you said, it's not WFAN. This is a different portion of the company. Mm -hmm. It's also frustrating to see or to guess because I don't know for a fact because they don't release this stuff when people with bigger names Mm – get paid what we think is a good amount of money, yeah. and they don't produce. Right. For a long period of time, For a long too. period of time. Yeah. So we can't claim we don't have money for podcasts if we pay. Right. A lot for other people. Like, let's incentivize it. If you get this many downloads. I couldn't agree with you more. That's really what it paid. should be. Yeah. Because you should be
0: selling based on the downloads. Right. Because it's a it's a tangible number that you can give to the advertisers. Yeah. As opposed to... And I get some advertisers are going to want to buy the client. I do get that. Or buy the, the host. I understand that. But I also know as someone who is kind of in business, it'd be nice to be with that host. But if the numbers are brutal, how is that helping my business? Right. It's not. I need to get the word out about my business. Not just become friends with the host.
1: Yeah. And I, I just... I wish... The podcast world was transparent, like uh, the YouTube world is. Right? Yeah, if you are on YouTube, so. you can see what people are watching, and you're right. You can see how many views yeah. something got. Even if I I take a, a a clip of this podcast, make it a video, and put it on Twitter, you can see how many views it gets. Yeah, yeah. Put it on Instagram, you see the views. I guess same on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, but the podcasting stuff just lives. Right, and we just have to assume this is the number one podcast. This right. is the number three podcast. to who? Right. Like, we're number three based on what? Right. And what is that number? And I have they no have idea. it. They have it. They just don't like to release it. Right. And then even when companies do release it, like I heard uh, the, uh, Fox, they they always release their numbers. Like, um, Oh, like Colin Coward? Yeah. Colin Coward had <laughs> 10 billion downloads in May. No, he didn't. I know. He didn't. You're I know. telling me that. <laughs> right. Like, I need an independent company to tell me Why that. Why don't you start one? The Independent Podcast Network. There you go. It's perfect. Truth in podcasting. That actually is
0: a great idea, though, for a business, too. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have that. Well, now that I was going to say, but to not house, but to be a a podcast production company. Yeah. For up-and-coming broadcasters that are looking for somewhere to put their stuff. You know, it's with the name value, you work here, and people are looking for a start. It's It's an interesting way to start.
1: It's funny cuz for the most part if you look at successful podcasters mm-hmm. they are either were famous from somewhere else. Yep. Joe Rogan, people want more coverage of them, yeah. Adam Carolla, mhm. Or they got in the game really early. Like at- yes. well, Adam Carolla got in very early. Yep. Before uh, it
0: became a real big thing.
1: Mark Marin got in it very early. Yeah. So to get to to have a Successful podcast now starting one is difficult. It's very hard to build an audience.
0: It's hard to do it on YouTube too. Yeah, as you found out, oh, it's impossible. You have a great following, and it's
1: really tough to get people to subscribe and watch. Yeah, so I don't know what. So then, so then, what happens is the uh, podcast places pay people with names, mm-hmm. and then there's no guarantee or no. And in a lot of cases, they don't produce they numbers. Don't produce, right. Not the numbers to which they're being paid. Correct. So when I was going back and forth with Spike, I was naming particular shows, which yeah. I won't name here, because I'm sure the company wouldn't enjoy that. And I was going, you know, they, I'm sure that doesn't get a lot of downloads. And he goes, well, what would be a good number of downloads? I go, well, what are you paying them? Oh, we can't tell you. Well, then I can't tell you what a good number of downloads is. Because if you're not paying them, then any download's a good download. Right. If you're paying someone
0: $100,000 to do a podcast, they better be getting a million downloads a month. Right. I, I would yeah. think. I would think even more, actually. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm throwing that number out there, but because it sounds like a big number. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. I wonder, too, like how, like how, if I want to advertise on a podcast, how do they... I don't know. How do I know what you're telling me is real? Don't know. Like, if I'm the advertiser. So, like, I've thought about this
0: yeah. with, my, with the stuff I'm doing. Like, is it worth it? Like, because, again, I don't really know how many people are hearing this stuff. And the thing that bothers me, too, because I do it, the 15-second skip button. Yeah.
1: Do, 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 do. Once
0: a guy starts reading a commercial or breaks away, I skip through it. Yeah. I don't I don't know who's hearing the message. And to me, it's the same thing with radio for me. I would build those live reads into the podcast, not 60-second reads. Or, like, I know when Joe Rogan starts reading. Oh, yeah. I can skip three minutes ahead because it goes on forever. Mm -hmm. Instead, hey, guys, this segment brought to you by AlanJerry.com. Great tease right now. Check it out. All right. And just keep moving. And maybe you say it six or seven times in the span of the 30 minutes as opposed to a 90-second read that people are just going to click through. Why is that not a thing? uh, It's so simple. And as a business owner, very small business owner, I don't want to just throw money out the window and i don't want that i don't yeah. want a 60 second read that no one's going to listen to
1: right i know it's weird it's it's uh I, I want this all to shake out with podcasts where because there's so many it th- there are probably some really great podcasts hard to find them that no one knows exist yeah, hard to find them now i don't know if that's
0: our them. fault or the people that do the podcasts fault for not getting it out there enough
1: i don't know but even that like uh, spike said to me he said he goes, if I was the podcast people, I'd tell you, you don't promote it enough. You don't tweet it. And I, and I said to him, I said, I did try it. It gets buried in the algorithms. Yeah. If, if you use the word, I, I tried everything. I remember we were doing it a lot. Yeah, and I was doing it with Al's Boring Podcast because that was my own yep. thing, my own business, so to speak. But I, if, if you tweet the word show or podcast or episode, the word alone is dropping you. Yeah, Forget if you put a link to your podcast. And I could show, I was trying to tell it to Spike. He was looking at me like I was crazy. I said, go look at when you tweet out your podcast versus when you tweet out some just you talking. Mm-hmm. And I tried everything. Sometimes I took just a screen grab of the podcast screen I with remember. no words. I remember. Still didn't work.
0: Yeah. I think the only way to
1: do it is to promote it and pay and because and this is the example I was looking for and I wanted to confirm with Eddie who who can see the the numbers Oh Eddie can Eddie can see the numbers for the post game podcast So I said, so I said to him when one of the days you were out and I had spike in here I did tweet it out cuz I thought it was a unique thing people want uh I put it on Instagram I put it on Twitter other people in the industry retweeted it it got about a hundred more downloads than usual. That's it. Wow. Out of all of the promotion. It's not a whole lot, is it? I said, also, it's like when you're doing a daily podcast, like I, I used to follow Andrew Marshan, New Mm. York post media writer. He writes about our business. Mm -hmm. I stopped following him because all he does
0: was promote his podcast. podcast. I know that. So So I'm like, goodbye. I know. So I don't want to be that guy.
1: Right. I don't want to be that guy either. So, you know, I know.
0: So I don't know well it's also like the radio show when was the last time the fan I mean I see the other radio stations got billboards all over the place when was the last time we promoted us anywhere Yeah, you don't see see the radio like I see the Mike Francesa podcast right outside the Lincoln Tunnel I see the ESPN radio station on buses I don't see FAN anywhere why not because you have your built in listeners I kind of feel like after nine years the people that do listen to us are listening to us Yeah, doesn't mean we couldn't promote it more sure also, I don't know that it's
1: going to work. I've also heard from people, because I ask I, I I ask about this a lot, is that a lot of times, like let's use Mike's podcast, for yeah. example. Now, Mike's involved with, with a betting company. Mm-hmm. So to me, whenever I'm like, where are they getting the money from? Anybody associated with a betting company... But you know where the money's coming from. Right. I know where Kay Adams is getting paid from FanDuel. Sure. I know they're taking him the money. It makes sense. Just like I know where... NFL advertising is making their money. They're getting 30 million viewers a game, mm-hmm. right? I get it. I know where CBS is making money for it, Fox, some of these other things I don't get. And I was told that a lot of times these 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 podcast companies, they they're run like a startup business, which is that they get this investment money, burn through it in hopes that something catches on. But if not, then it's gone. It's out. Yeah.
0: That's true. It's so weird. Business is hard. It's very, it's, it's hard to, to establish a following. Yeah. And you just get lost in a sea of crap right now. Yeah. In a sea of media.
1: It's a sea of content. Yeah, it is. An it is. absolute sea of content. No doubt. And not enough uh, hours in the day or time for people to consume it all.
0: If I get through a couple of podcasts a week, it's a lot. And there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of
1: them. Yeah. And you're only watch. You're only listening to the ones one that you're aware of, correct? And that you enjoy, mm-hmm. and that you have time for. Yeah, I will tell
0: you. When I'm out, I look forward to the one that you got, You know, when you guys do it, I always listen. Like, oh, it's two o'clock. I can listen to the podcast. I enjoy it. Boy, I, I texted La Presta yesterday. <laughs> Great day to fill in for me, huh? <laughs> Holy crap!
1: <laughs> it's so funny because Gina. I told Gina. I said, I was all fired up today. I was telling her about my thing with Spike. I said, I was yelling about vaccines. She goes, to Jerry? I go, no, Jerry. I go, Jerry doesn't put up with that nonsense. <laughs> I go, I had G- I had uh, CeeLo sitting across from me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I, well, I'd be kind yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> poor guy.
0: It was funny. It was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was all fired up yesterday. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know even where this conversation goes. Today? Yeah.
0: I, you know, I do believe, and we're kind of airing our uh, our business here.
1: but well, I, I think it's, it's an interesting behind-the-scenes situation.
0: I, do, I think a couple of things. I think you can sell it on the, the longevity. I think you can sell it on the growth we've had. I think you can sell it on that you should be getting more advertising dollars for what we've done. And I think a last resort is when they say no, <laughs> and they will say no. I I like the idea of going to the incentive program. Yeah. Why not? We'll keep it where it is. But if we keep increasing to certain numbers, I mean, you know, at some point you really want to lose. You've told me in the past, I know the downloads are great. You really want to lose that? Because we don't have to do this. Right. As much as I enjoy it. You know what? I'm sure you wouldn't mind going home at 10 o'clock every morning.
1: Oh, yeah. You get
0: here at four o'clock for Christ's sake. Yeah. So. That's true.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Anything else I need to cover in that, Jerry?
0: No, no. I, I, I. The very least, too, you can get an answer as to why. Yeah. Why? Why is there not real payment for this?
1: Well, the other thing too is, like I said, like we we started doing this in 2015, mm-hmm. January of 2015. Yeah. We're a different company now. Mm-hmm. Our people that put that together are gone. Are long long gone. gone. It's a whole new. That's true. It's a whole, new th- a whole new group of people, so You're they so don't funny. even know. You, you call me tonight. Yeah, we're not getting paid anymore. Yeah, Jerry, you owe them some cash. <laughs> this should not go well. <laughs> no, that I'm definitely not doing. Oh, of course not. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not losing out on that. Wait, we're paying you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, did I say that? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
0: Uh, Spike did tell me once he would fight for that for us. He did, yeah. So he's been very. Spike's good. a good dude. Yeah,
1: I love discussing things
0: with Spike. He's been around the block. Yeah, you know he's he's younger than both of us, but closer to me in age. But yet he's done it and he's seen the business for a year with
1: his dad. I mean, he just knows it. He's got such a good temperament to be in management mm-hmm. and dealing with radio people. Yeah, he knows when to get
0: angry, when to laugh it off, when to let stuff go, when not to. He's, I, he's good.
1: Yeah, he is very good. I agree. All right, Jerry, let's do. Hey, good luck today. The warm-up show. You better keep me posted. I will keep you posted, Jerry. Right. I wish I could broadcast it live. I'll ask. Uh... Don't
0: do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yes, we are looking. You are looking live. Not a good idea. Oh, and by the way, we got new merch, Jerry. We me just and put you. this up. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, a three-quarter sleeve baseball shirt, Alan Jerry. It's good looking. It's very cool. We uh, took the. Uh, the logo that they put on uh, the blue cards for us that CBS made. yeah, It's got no CBS logo. It's got no FAN logo. It's just us. Just a warm-up show with Alan and Jerry. Yeah. It is nice. You better buy one. Even when you go down to Port St. Lucie, you wear it. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Yep. When you go to Tampa, you wear it. When you go see Bruce Springsteen, you wear it. When you have dress-down day at your job, you wear, you wear it. it. When you go to the gym, you wear it. When you go to the bar, you wear it. I like it. All right, Jerry. Still. Before history is written, Bobby Orr, the, the
0: door! it's played. Tonelli, Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver. It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't sub. Alright,
0: what do you say we do this? It's Wednesday morning on The Fan. Nice to have you with us. 502, what do you say? The Eddie schizzeri good to see you again. And across from me, his name is Al Ryan Dukes.
1: What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, as I've told you in the past, uh, I grew up a huge David Letterman fan, Jerry. I know that. All I wanted was to be David Letterman and one of my favorite things about David Letterman was he had the blue cards.
0: Yeah, I know. You ripped off the Adam he ripped The Adam Shine ripped it off from him, and now you're ripping it off. Adam Shine,
1: correct? uh We had blue. Uh, Letterman had blue cards. The top ten list were on the blue cards. Notes about the guests, all uh, sh- the run of the show, all on blue cards. Then I saw Adam Shine had blue cards. Yeah. Then I complained on the air, that Jerry. Cool I'm font. on blue cards, and look at what CBS has delivered for you, nice. Jerry. Look at that. Alan Jerry, that's cool. Warm up show blue cards. How about that? That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. That is really cool. So I've got all of my information for today's show on there. I don't see anything on it. Well, I, I, I didn't haven't start using them yet. <laughs> I mean, I put everything on a computer, Jerry. I don't I, need know. These, I don't need these blue cards. You,
0: get, you do need the blue cards. You love the blue cards because I
1: like to do this too with the blue cards. That's how you know, like sure. I'm wrapping up a segment, Jerry. I'll 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 tap the blue card on the table like a. Uh, and I'll read your Are you plug. going to
0: start uh, just tossing them into the air?
1: Yeah, no, so I'd be like this. So, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Now, Jerry, it says here you'll be appearing at the Rutgers game this right. weekend. Yes, I will. Uh, who are they playing? Wisconsin again? on the road. Okay, well, then, and then and I would fling this right. like this. Let me see.
0: Your can... fling in uh, Phoenix is terrible. That was much better. I did like that better. Oh, nice. The one in Phoenix was embarrassing. It came right back in your face. <laughs> yeah, that was embarrassing. That was not
1: great. I demanded higher quality blue cards, Jerry. You like this uh, quality? I was delivered higher quality blue cards. So we got cards. better
0: cards than Shine. I would say so. Very nice. Don't I let like him that. know that, Jerry. So thank you to Tyler and Stephen and Andrew and oh, whoever yeah. put those together. That's very nice. Marade was involved in the. A oh. lot of people were involved in the Maraida blue cards. Marade was doing it. It's a great. Lot of pe-
1: Jerry, the, uh, getting blue cards is not just ordering something you've got to put thought into it they made some sort of well the card logo i
0: was gonna say the cards really the easy part they did a logo this They school. did a logo that's kind of cool yeah a little scripted logo and it looks like a baseball uh print i kind of you know like that saying, Jerry? i do like that we're gonna to have to steal that make shirts yes could they possibly send me out without the background <laughs> That'd be awesome. I could have them done in about an hour. <laughs> yeah. We'll put a little CBS logo on it, too. <laughs> well, that might be a little bit uh, of infringement. I don't know about that, but you never know.
1: Jerry, do you think uh, Jets fans would be happy with Derek Carr? I was listening mm. to Sal coming in. He, he wants Aaron Rodgers or Bucs. I think
0: hmm, it's so funny because Derek Carr is a good quarterback. The problem is when you've got the great quarterback dangling in front of you, I feel like the Jet fan will be very disappointed. And it's no it's no fault of Derek Carr's. Yeah. But it's like... It's like a big tease. It's like you got Aaron Rodgers sitting in front of you. Now you – I would tell you this. If the Jets came out and said, listen, Aaron Rodgers – or Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, I'm not going anywhere or I'm retiring. Okay, fine. Now you're the Jet fan. You've got in, You got Mike White who can't stay healthy. You've got Zach Wilson they don't want. Or you have Derek Carr. Then I think they're more excited. But if you're sitting here today thinking, hmm, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, or Ryan Tannehill, and it ain't Rodgers – you're disappointed.
1: Yeah, you have to be definitely. But and especially here's the the tough part for like if Derek Carr ends up coming here, if the Rogers thing was never a real thing where it was just something we created in the media or or, or and then uh, you know because we we'd been talking about it for how long and then like last week we we're like oh the Jets have finally inquired I know, right like what they just now asked about Aaron that was Rogers? according to one story yes yeah so. I don't know, like if if Aaron Rodgers was never in the mix or never a real thing and then the Jets are like, oh, we're going to go get Derek Carr. I agree with you. Everyone will be excited. But that's not, that hasn't been the case.
0: And you're sitting there staring at a possibility of having Aaron Rodgers come here with a good team around him. I don't think the Jets are a great team. They're a good team. But now you bring Aaron Rodgers in, it elevates them too far. So I
1: think they will be disappointed. But that's the way of life. Geo was going through the other day during the Boomer and show this show uh, the odds for teams winning the Super Bowl. Sure. And the Jets are pretty high up there, which is weird. Or they're higher. That's correct. You're correct. They're
0: higher than other
1: teams. Yes, including the Giants. I did see which that. Which is weird. Uh, I would agree it's weird. Like today, if I well, were to tell you, you can bet, Jerry, the Giants to make it to the Super Bowl or the Jets, you would take the Giants, I would think. Yeah, I wouldn't take
0: either. Yeah, me neither. I mean, you got the the problem with the Jets is now if you bring Aaron Rodgers in, now my thinking changes because the problem for me in the AFC are all the good quarterbacks and the good teams. The uh, For the Giants, hmm, I'm looking at the Eagles still. I'm still staring at them. So I don't like either one. You put Aaron Rodgers on the Jets, I got to tell you, now I might make that bet.
1: Not right. And I, I think, might make that bet. And that's probably why the Jets have a better chance than a lot of other teams because of, and the minute that Aaron Rodgers says he's going back to the yeah. Packers or somewhere else,
0: whoop, those, oh, absolutely. those
1: Jets' odds fall to the uh, So two
0: things happen. I think right now if Aaron Rodgers decides not to come here, those odds go down. And I think if he does come here, they go up very quickly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I If you're smart, you probably make a bet now. Right. And if he doesn't come here, well, you just threw some money away. Not the worst thing you've ever done.
1: But even if, let's say today we hear Aaron Rodgers came out of, like, he goes into the darkness. He comes yeah. out of the darkness. I'm I'm really wanting to play for the Jets. Joe Namath, he's going to let me wear number 12. I'm all excited. The Jets aren't going to the Super Bowl. I don't know that they're not. What? I don't, I, why? I don't know. Like, why wouldn't they? Seems weird. Uh, we,
0: because we've <laughs> never seen it. Well, let me ask you, did you think that when Rex had them in the championship game two years in a row? That
1: would have been really weird, yeah. Yeah, it would have been, but I felt
0: like we were ready for it. We were ready for it. Because they were a good team. They had a bombastic head coach. They were fun to watch. And they had a really good defense. So I I feel like we were ready for that. Even back with Parcells when they played the Broncos. It felt,
1: boy, it felt like
0: they were going to do it. Yeah. And they didn't. And they didn't. So maybe this will be the time.
1: I can't remember off the top of my head. So the two championship games the Jets went to with Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Which was the closer one? I don't remember. Yeah, isn't that weird? I do not remember. <laughs> me neither. I don't know. I don't even know who. They I remember were the against. Bronco.
0: I remember the Bronco one. They were leading at halftime and playing really well. And Curtis Martin fumbled, and the game turned. I do remember that. The Steeler ones, I don't remember. I really don't. Were, they were both against the Steelers. Yeah, and I don't remember. Both championship games. Yeah, I believe. That even no. Know that? Yes. Oh, now I gotta check. Now you're now you're killing me.
1: I'm confusing you. No, yeah. No. 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 no, no I'm course. making you doubt yourself.
0: Yeah. oh, 100 percent. Yes, let's see here. So we go back to in the AFC Championship game in 2010 and 2011. The a- Boy, they don't have a lot of uh, AFC Championship appearances. Wow. No, they don't. Uh, let's see. T- I don't remember that. 10 was against the Colts, and then uh, 11
1: was against the Steelers. So there you have it. Do they have the scores? Yeah, 30-17. to
0: 17, They lost to the Colts. They lost to the Steelers 24-19.
1: Oh, that was the one. That was the close one, Jerry. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Yep.
0: Yep, All yep, right. yep. And the Denver one uh was twenty-three to ten, but it was a much better game than that. It's kinda twenty three to ten doesn't sound like much, but they were winning three nothing at halftime. So you're saying it was a I, think closer... they went up, I think they went up ten nothing in that game. I'd have to check that, but I'm pretty sure they were up ten nothing.
1: It was a closer game than the final score
0: shows. That's
1: well, yeah, listening. I mean
0: I know they were up I'm almost certain it was ten nothing. But I know they were up I can only see three nothing in 2310. The game changed in the second half like they were closing in on beating the Broncos and then everything just kind of flipped on them. It fell apart. The Steeler it's so funny. So that game if you think about the um, the Jets Broncos game that I'm talking about we're talking about Bill Parcells and you got to go back to 1999. I remember that game more than I remember the games in 10 and 11 and we covered them yeah extensively. And I I really don't remember much. I don't remember much about either of them.
1: We had Fireman Ed in here. We had Joe Flacco in here singing "Beat Tom Brady." I I mean, it was a it was a time. Jerry, it was a time to be alive. Yeah, that's how I remember. All right, so
0: here's why the Steeler one was not memorable. They were trailing twenty-four nothing in this game. Oh, and it looks like they. I can't.
1: I can't really tell. I don't remember. I remember the end. I'm going to ask you one more that there's no chance you're going to remember, but I want someone to tweet it. Which of those two games? Did Mark Sanchez throw that beautiful pass? It was like uh, fifteen to twenty yards into the end zone. It was like a, a, just like a, a laser, Jerry. He laid it right in there. Had hmm. to be against the Colts or against the Steelers. Might I'll have look a, that up. Yeah, it might have been. Is that? you think Mark Sanchez wakes up and was like, "I was in a championship game two years in a row"? You yeah, I jerks.
0: do. Yeah, I do. I absolutely do.
1: Yeah. The, the only thing extra... I remember,
0: and I couldn't tell you which game it was. I remember Santonio Holmes had a big catch.
1: I think that was it. It was the. Is was that the it... one you're talking about? I think though? so.
0: But I couldn't tell you which game it was. Let me ask you this: Do you yes. remember this, Jerry?
1: You're probably not going to remember this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Details on this are terrible. Yeah. Do you remember when Bart Scott said, <laughs> "Can't wait"? <laughs> you're such an idiot. <laughs> that's all we remember. That's Can't like, wait. That's the only thing. That was a primetime game out. in New
0: England, right? Postgame, wasn't that what? when he said that, and they were going to Pittsburgh. Yep. To Can't wait. Now
1: you now you've got to go on the road to Pittsburgh. Yeah.
0: Can't. All right. Wait. Here's one thing I want to kiss you. Here's one thing I give me mean, all these different sites of different things. Here's one thing I did find. Maybe this is what you're talking about. In the cult loss. Yeah. Uh, in a game that they led. Boy, I tell you.
1: They led the colt game. Jerry? They
0: led seventeen to six in this game. Oh my gosh! And one of the plays, the only play that's really highlighted on this website, uh, is an eighty-yard touchdown pass, Mark Sanchez to Braylon Edwards.
1: Yeah, no, this one, this one could have been Braylon Edwards, but it was a short. It was like a one of those, you know, instead of throwing the floater to the corner from like the fifteen-yard yes. line, he lasered it, Jerry, right where he needed to put it.
0: I'm Googling Me Santonio Holmes right Sanchez. now because I'm pretty sure he had a touchdown catch. Yeah. Um, mm. Yes, forty-five. it was a 45-yarder to Santonio Holmes in the Steeler one, not the Colt
1: one. Yeah, that wasn't it. This was a shorter one, Jerry. Okay. I, I wish I had written it down on my blue cards. You should have. I, way, why don't I have any of those over uh, here? Well, uh, you can have you some. You hog? I, I hog them all. You're I a blue-card pig. I wanted to surprise you. <laughs> not, by the way, that was a very nice surprise. That was a cool surprise, right? That was a very cool surprise. Here's something I didn't I care CBS. for. I They send Boomer and Geo cards, too. Oh. oh. come
0: on. But that's not their thing. I know.
1: I'm not even going to give them to them. <laughs> Just turn them feels... over and use them as scrap. <laughs> <laughs> it feels less special to me. I agree. getting our
0: blue cards, What Jerry. else they do? Send uh, Tiki and Tierney cards? Just be nice? They better not have yeah. sent Tiki
1: and Tierney blue cards, Jerry. I'm telling I'm you. I'm going to be ticked. A little disappointing now that you told me that. Good news for Giants fans, Jerry. And, they could uh, say 15% of their cards. <laughs> our friend, uh, our new uh, Eddie and I's new friend, Brian Dayball, who we spent extensive time with at sure. the uh, airport. Uh, Mike Kafka's not going anywhere. Wink Martindale's not going anywhere. They're running it back, Jerry. Good. We are running it back, that's, championship game style. That's a good thing for the
0: organization. Love it. It's a good thing that they had interviews. Yeah. That means people were interested. It's a great thing that they're not going anywhere for next year.
1: Because here's what sucks if I'm an Eagles fan. And I know you got Jalen Hurts. This is what Hurts, happens every and year. And I know you got Nick Sirianni, Your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator, of which I've heard of neither of you, both got head coaching jobs.
0: Well, not only that, and they got them very quickly. Very quickly. Beyond that, we have to see what the team looks like next year. You know, do they give Jalen Hurts, do they decide to give Jalen Hurts a monster contract in the offseason? I mean, you're Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lurie during the Super Bowl, right? Talking what about did how. What you say? <laughs> We played the clips, talking about how he's done everything and then some. Like you can't ask for more. So does that mean he's going to get a big contract? I would think he might. So we'll see. I don't know. It's um, once the quarterback gets paid, others can't, and they may not look the same next year. Yeah, I mean, hell, Jason Kelsey's talking about possibly retiring. But more, when said that the other day. I think on Monday.
1: That's what I mean. Like it. Like they got the closest you could get to. Winning the game, yes, and now you're coming back with a team that's going to have a different coach, coaching staff, coaching not, staff, not, head not coach, the head coach, and maybe that you know the players get shifted. That stinks. Like it's so hard. That's like when you look at a team like the Chiefs, that first of all, of course, Brady Belichick whole different story. Sure, but like how the Chiefs have gotten back, yeah, they keep getting back. The it's salary so hard cap to has do. made it very
0: difficult to keep teams intact, and then when you're good. Other teams poach your coaching staff for yes. head coaching opportunities. And if you're Nick Sirianni, you're thrilled for your guys, but it does. It sucks. I totally agree. And boys, I totally this, agree. This Eric Bieniemy must rub people the wrong way in interviews. Well, I don't either, know what
1: this guy's doing in
0: interviews, it's Jerry. It's either that or the
1: fact that he clearly can't interview until they're done with these games. That's true, too. He's so good, Jerry, that all the interviews are done and they're still playing Super Bowl games.
0: I was thinking about Philadelphia yesterday. So, you got the Eagles get to the Super Bowl, lose. The Phillies get to the World Series, lose. Losers. The, but but still conference champions. Yes. League champions in Philadelphia where they win the pennant. You got the 76ers have every opportunity to go win an NBA title this year with Embiid and Harden and all those guys. That's a good time to be in Philly. You're right. That's not bad. I it mean, the Eagles did win the
1: Super Bowl a few years
0: ago. Right. I mean, my goodness. And they've got
1: a quarterback that's going to be an awesome quarterback for years. Yes. Like, they are
0: set up to have some run. I don't think the Flyers are any good. But, I mean, you get the point. Three of their four major teams. I'm sure the Philadelphia Union are doing great things. I don't know if they are or they're not.
1: But that's not bad. Not bad. Unfortunately for Philadelphia, you got the New York Mets. Um. That's right. Well, the Phillies went to the
0: World Series last year. The Mets, Mets got knocked out by the Padres.
1: But they're coming back this Are year. Are they, though?
0: They have two old pitchers. Like, they lost one, and they,
1: they replaced him with an older pitcher. So you're let me see what you're saying here, Jerry. They lost a the pitcher, Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. They replaced him with a... An older pitcher. Older With a yeah. big name.
0: Who was not great in the postseason. Nor was their other ace in the postseason last year for them. Hmm. I'm just saying. Hmm. Like, I think Verlander is going to be great. Scherzer is going to be great. Regular season. Yes. Let's see if they got anything left in the postseason.
1: We need them good for the postseason,
0: Jason. Yeah, that would be good because I think it's World Series or bust for the Mets. Yes. By the way, you are aware of pitchers and catchers reporting.
1: <laughs> uh, I was not aware until I saw on uh, the, our monitor here in the television a couple of uh, really casual Mets players in their flip flops and shorts. There's nothing better than spring training. Wandering into
0: spring training. No one's lost a game yet. Yeah. Sunshine, palm trees. Right,
1: we're looking for like even if it like today's gonna be a beautiful fifty-nine, sixty degrees in the area. Yeah. Oh, baseball will be in the air, Jerry.
0: Spring is in the air, Al.
1: Just to just to stare down a pitcher one time, Jerry. Wink at him. Let him think you know something.
0: Well, you did that with my kids. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I uh, would we'll take a break. It's five eighteen. A very quick eighteen minutes. We got a whole lot more to do's. and then we got Boomer and Geo on a wild Wednesday on the fan. Oh, good to hear. Sponge haven't heard them in a while. Five twenty five on a Wednesday midweek. It's the warm up show till six o'clock. We got uh, Al- not Allen J. Boomer and Geo at six. By the I way, mean, we I, could stay till then if you want.
1: I had uh, multiple people reach out to me on Twitter, and then I watched uh, in fast-forward motion a Mark Sanchez playoff highlight package. Okay. And the pass I was thinking of was uh, Mark Sanchez to Santonio Holmes against New England. Oh, all right. Got it. Beautiful pass. All right. Good try. Beautiful catch, too. I mean, it was like all just... For sure. So great seeing, watching those highlights. <laughs> just seeing Tom Brady frustrated on the sidelines get his ass kicked well, by We could have just watched them this season.
0: Um, <laughs> did you... Santonio Holmes was the one, when he got the contract, he was on the back page of the paper with the champagne, right? Yes. That feels like a lifetime oh, yeah. ago. Sure does. But it's not. No. I mean, it's you it's know, 10, 11 years, whatever it is. It's not that long ago, and right. yet it feels like forever ago.
1: Yeah. Eesh. Uh, in other uh, weekly news that we get. Thank oh, God for weekly the news. Thank God for the Pat McAfee show and Aaron Rodgers. He, he, well, that's, that's true. all we ever the media loves to discuss it. I'm right here with you. Well, it's the only time you it. get
0: Rodgers in that long form type of yeah. conversation.
1: So he had some uh, funny quotes about uh you know all of these uh, Ian Rappaport in particular. He he used uh, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter's name. Yeah, he was too respectful though. He was too respectful. Yeah. He was Saying things not nicely and then being respectful. Correct. Then again saying, these guys don't know diddly-poo. No one I know talks to them. They don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. They're really terrific at their jobs. they get excellent. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 but if you think they're talking to somebody I know, you've got another thing coming. They don't know squat about me. They're really good reporters. They got a really good source. Now, your tone is
0: wrong, but you're you're spot on with yeah. the other stuff.
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like on
0: one hand, he's killing them for, you know, fake sources essentially. Yes. But then also, you know, complimenting for the job they
1: do. He can't have it both ways. He goes, when it comes to me, they don't know blank. They don't have people in my inner circle who are sources. I can promise you that. And anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. It's right. that simple. Yeah, you don't. By the way, you don't know that. I want this guy here. Could be a little bit of a chatterbox from one of your inner circle. People. Oh yeah, he has no idea. Yeah, I would love him here too. One hundred
0: percent. You have no one. You don't have hundred percent certainty of anything in life, let alone what other people are saying about you.
1: There's no way. I'm going to ask you a, a prediction. If Aaron Rodgers comes here,
0: okay. If he comes here, if he comes here, Jerry. give me. Uh, you got to give me if he comes here. If he doesn't come here, okay. So this
1: is if he comes yeah. here. Will he wear number twelve? Yes, I think so too. I do. He's or got do the he, blessing from mm. Joe Namath, of course. Why wouldn't he? Well, because maybe he feels like that's no. like imagine that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself. You come here and you wear number twelve and you stink. What numbers LeBron James wear? I don't know. Twenty three or has worn twenty
0: three. Oh. You think he cares that Michael was Michael Jordan's number? That was his number probably because he was a Jordan fan as a kid. And oh, that's, that's what fair. he wore in high school. And that's what he has worn. He also has worn six. got to be honest. I'm actually right now not 100% sure what he wears on the Lakers. I'm blanking out on that. If it's six or 23. But my point is he's he has worn 23. You think he cares? No. You think Aaron Rodgers can Like to Aaron Rodgers, that number 12 is his number. He ain't Joe Namath's
1: number. I'm 12.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: If Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets, Jerry, yeah. are they in the championship game?
0: Yeah, I think they lose it in an AFC championship game <laughs> to Patrick Mahomes.
1: It would be crazy, Jerry, if they lost the playoff game to Rex Ryan's defense in Denver.
0: That would be that wild. That would be pretty wild. Yeah, that would suck, actually, too. Rex
1: Ryan will break out his Mark Sanchez tattoo. He's got Mark Sanchez. T- didn't he get that he removed? Didn't get come that on, removed, Jay. That's a part of stop, his life. Stop,
0: stops. By the way, I pull up LeBron James Lakers images. Yeah, I got two photos of him wearing twenty three. Two photos of him wearing six. He still does that. Not know sure number which number he he's wearing right now, but yes, hmm. that is funny. Uh, I say they lose in the AFC Championship game, year one. Okay, then after that, I don't know.
1: Here is another what if: Aaron Rodgers does not come to the Jets. Are they a wild card team? Who's their quarterback? I can't answer that unless you tell me who their quarterback but, is. Um, all, I'm tell- all I can tell you right now, Jerry, is it's not Aaron Rodgers. That's the only, only information I have for this prediction. Are they a wild card
0: team? By the way, LeBron wears number six now.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, man,
0: that's a tough question. because That's I, what I do, Jerry. I don't know who the quarter. I'm going to say no because I'm going to go on the basis that they don't get Derek Carr either and that they're stuck with someone like Ryan Tannehill, who's fine,
1: but eh. Okay, I'll give you one more scenario. Yeah. The Jets do not get Aaron Rodgers. The Jets do get Derek Carr. They're in the playoffs. But specifically, Jerry, are the Jets in the – do the Jets have a divisional playoff game?
0: No. They make it to the wild card round. (laughs) Damn it. That's what I say.
1: How could I not? I know, I think I'm with you on this. You're still dealing with
0: the Bills and the Dolphins, yeah. and I think Derek Carr makes them better. I do. But I think that's all they are. They're a playoff team. Now you told me if I told you the Jets get Derek Carr, they go ten and seven and they lose in the wild card round of the playoffs. Are you surprised by that? No, it sounds about right. Yeah. You're right. You nailed it. And maybe they lose a close game. Remember, think about the game he played in Cincinnati two years ago. He played phenomenal in that game, and they should have probably won the game, but they didn't. I could see some type of scenario playing out that
1: way again. Okay, I have a Giants scenario for Okay. You. The Giants are not getting Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. Oh. Nothing changes with the Giants, Jerry. All is good.
0: Yes. You're the- telling me Daniel Jones is back, Saquon Barkley's back. They add a few pieces, maybe a wide receiver. Okay. But
1: nobody big, Jerry. It's essentially they're running it back with the same team, Jerry. Are the New York Giants in a divisional round playoff game? No. Wow. Wild card? Yeah. Losing a wild card again? I
0: think that first round of the playoffs.
1: I don't know. That guy uh, Eddie and I saw in the airport, that Brian Davis I like there. Brian David. He looks
0: confident. Well, look, I'm I'm picking them to go to the playoffs back-to-back years. Right. They've been trash for the last five. So, in fairness, I am picking them to be good again, be a double-digit win team again. But I'm going to say they lose in the first round. Wow. Now, hold on a second. You told me if they just run it back. Run it back. What if they added an impact receiver? Like I who? don't I don't know who, but let's say they add a legit impact All wide right. receiver. Fair
1: enough. Are they in? I changed my tune. They're in the divisional They went at least one playoff game. Wow. Okay. So this yes. is what we need to do, Giants. So the Jets, you got to go get Derek Carr if you want to make the wild card. You got to go get Aaron Rodgers if you want to make the championship game. Giants, you need an impactful wide receiver in order to make the divisional round. Otherwise, you're a wild card team. I think so. Yes, we just solved all of our problems, Jerry. I, well, I mean, does that not sound fair? No, I mean, part it's of very fair. Part of having an
0: idea of what teams are going to do and be is what they do in free agency and with the trade market and who they draft. I mean, yep. draft wise, you're talking more, you know, the top players, but then that's usually bad teams that have the top picks. Yep. So I'm going to go with. So I would love to see because I don't know the answer to this in terms of the wide receiving core, yeah, that are going to be free agents who's available, yeah. So like Jacoby Myers is that's interesting. I think you're thinking of the law firm, no, Jacoby Myers. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not actually (laughs) on this one site. This is Pro Football Focus. They have Jacoby Myers from the Patriots as the top rated free agent wide receiver. All right,
1: I like him. Yeah,
0: that's not who I was thinking.
1: Well, maybe I'm thinking of Jacoby Brissett, the quarterback. I like him as well. Dude, (laughs) come on, man. (laughs) One more prediction, Jerry. This is NFL prediction outside of the current market we're in. Okay. Next season. Yeah. Are the Dallas Cowboys in the divisional round of the playoffs? Well, you can't ask me that. (laughs) I don't like when you do that. Oh, I just did, Jerry. It just got real in here.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, It just got
1: real. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, you kill. What if me. they just run it back right? Now? I like that phrase. That's cool. What if they just run it back with everything we know? That then they I do? say
0: yes. I say they divisional win. Round. They'll be in the divisional round. Okay. Pass there. Wow. Don't know about that. I can't wait to see these predictions, Jerry. Yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. So controlled. I'm just I'm looking at the free agent list. Yeah. For wide receivers right now, you tell me if any of these names excite you for the Giants. Yes. All right. As a number one, because like if I gave you. Just the name value. If I said Julio Jones, I think you'd be like, hey, Julio Jones. Yeah, but I'm with you. Too old. He's, he's 34, though. Too old, Jerry. What if I gave you, this might be a good one. All what right. if I gave you Juju Smith-Schuster? Yes. Very interested. What if I gave you, I'm trying to look for some that might excite you. That's a good one. I would love a Juju Smith-Schuster here. McCall Hardman. Never heard of him. From the Chiefs. That's the one that Boomer called Nicole Kidman. Now, her, I'd love to get here. <laughs> I mean, that's not, no, that's not what I'm saying. With the Giants. I'm also trying to look for someone that's under 30, Yeah, which is kind of hard to do right now. Yeah, it's tough. It is not easy. Nelson Aguilar, uh, I don't know if that excites you. See, Terrell you.
1: Owens in those fake testosterone commercials, he looks like Listen, he's still in great shape. I <laughs> have said this before,
0: and he's got to be 50 now. Yeah. But I said this ripped. for the previous few years. You're going to tell me Terrell Owens couldn't be a good possession receiver? Absolutely. I'm not saying he's going to stretch the field anymore. But run 10 yards, button hook, I'm sure he could catch the ball.
1: You see that commercial where he's with the big hurt and Doug Flutie talking about yes. low T? And he looks he tremendous. stretches out for that ball to catch it in the pool. He is ripped. His I agree st- with you. Abs for days. I know. I could him here. I agree
0: with you. There's no doubt. Plus, he'd stir it up in the locker room. It'd be good. Um, Probably, <laughs> although I think he'd probably just be happy to be there at this point. You think point. he would
1: uh, calm down with his antics and he would just be a nice possession receiver? When you say possession receiver, you mean like uh, a guy that's like uh, in the in the slot position?
0: Yeah, I mean a guy who's going to run 10 to 15-yard patterns. He's not going to be running fly patterns anymore. Just a guy that on third and five, almost, almost to the equivalent of what like a tight end gives you. Yes. Except he can do a little bit more with the ball in his hands. All right. That's how I look at when I say a possession receiver. Okay. By the way, Juju Smith-Schuster would be the guy when yeah. I look at Production uh-huh. from this past season in terms of catches. So you got Marvin Jones, um, who he had. Let's see here. Marvin Jones had 46 catches. That's good. Alan Lazard had 60, but he had Aaron Rodgers, um, so that makes sense. After that, you had 67 catches from Jacoby Myers, the law firm. But Juju Smith-Schuster went for seventy-eight right. and nine thirty-three in Kansas City. Well, like that's your answer. guy.
1: We just solved it. That's probably your guy. Eddie could probably text Brian Dayball. That's how close we got with him at the airport. Zacchaeus from uh,
0: Atlanta. He had a good season. Uh, there's, I tell you what though. There's not a ton hmm. that's here. Yeah. I give you another one. Mac Hollins from the Raiders had fifty-seven catches for seven hundred yards and four touchdowns. He's going to come to the is Jets. That, Jerry, but is that a
1: number one when they get Derek
0: Carr? He's
1: bringing guys with him.
0: You know what? You could right? be right. I, he, Package deal. You could deal. be right. I give you. Well, no, that's not a number one. So, Juju Smith Schuster, get him here. Ton of sense. We solved it, Jerry. You solved it right there. Or you can make that's a trade. Or you could trade for someone. <sighs> could always do that. Uh, could get a bigger name in. Yeah, I think Good. Juju Smith Schuster's perfect. Yeah, he might be. Perfect. He might be. Quick break. Get him here makes a ton of sense. I agree. Thanks, Boomer. Five (laughs) thirty-seven. Coming right back. More NFL. More baseball. Maybe some NBA. You never know what Al's got up his sleeve. Next on the fan. Come on, Gary. Oh, Metallica. Love these guys. Five forty-four. Nice to have you with us, Boomer and Geo in the building. At least I hope they are, because if they're not, we're getting a little close to uh, showtime. Uh, what else you got there, Al?
1: I picked up on something on the uh, Cartner and Robert show that I wanted to share with you, Jerry, and share with the audience. Now, we are all, anybody who's on the air is pulled influences from everyone they grew up watching. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Grew up listening to, even worked with. Sure. I certainly do things that I know I got ingrained in me from Craig. Yeah, subconsciously, you just, you know it. From Howard Stern, David Letterman, Ron Bennington, mm-hmm. even Fez. Like, there's who's certain- Ron Bennington?
0: From Ron and Fez. Oh, that, that's his
1: last name. Yeah. So there's like certain things that you know you you pull from. You know, for a long time, people will be like, "Oh, the that guy is a, a Mike guy. You know, right. that guy's a, a, Chris, a, a Chris guy." guy sure. In their influences on the air. Yeah. Both Carton and Roberts do a Howard Stern laugh. Really? Yeah. What does that sound like? <laughs> like it's a, it's an under. It's not a. We'll try out, it. I don't. I don't I, know. I, what it's, I'm so bad. I'd be better off like pulling sound for you. It's it's just like an under the breath laugh that Howard does, huh. and they both do it. And I know they got that from Howard without knowing they're they're doing it. Well, from they're Howard. both Howard fans for sure. That I know. I mean, hell, Evan was in his movie. It's like when they're with their. It's not something that's a natural laugh, but if it's something like that, they like can't believe like. Someone's doing. That's the reaction you give. Yeah, or they give uh, the under the under the breath laugh. It's impossible. I shouldn't have even brought it up. It's impossible. You to can't do because I can't. You should do have it. had the audio ready to go. I know. You blew it. You blew you it. it. You blew it. You blew it. You blew it. I'm hoping someone knows what I'm talking about How when you they think you hear. got it. paid to do that movie? The Howard Stern movie as a child? I know, not I heard much. him say scale. at one
0: point the residuals, not much.
1: Yeah. Scale? Yeah, whatever scale whatever was. Whatever scale was for yeah. a, a quick part in a movie? Yeah, Jim Rome, used to, oh, uh, and he still does it every once in a while, he still gets a uh, residual from that original Looney Tunes NBA Movie, really? Space Jam. No kidding. He was like in he it. He was in there? Yeah. It legitimately gets like
0: a check for 80 cents. Yeah, I don't understand. That's <laughs> just stupid. I'm sure Boomer still gets, right? The right. Uh, the checks for what, that movie again? Game plan. Right.
1: You know, why? Like Save it up. Send me a check in 10 years for, for $8. <laughs> it really is silly. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have here, Jerry? I have some baseball uh, notes. Uh, I guess the Major League Baseball is getting larger bases. Yeah, it looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: To be quite honest, they really do. They look like they mean? look like gigantic softball bases.
1: Alex Cora said they look like giant pizza boxes. They look stupid. Pizza that ass. Pizza that- <laughs> are all the bases getting larger? Yes. I,
0: I didn't know that they were changing the bases until yesterday. I really didn't. Me neither. But it looks. I, why yeah. are we getting? Larger I don't bases? know. I really don't know. What about the baseball purists? Don't and they why don't want- do we flatten them?
1: This is yes. one thing I've
0: never understood. These bases are too thick, and guys roll their ankles on yeah. them. Flatten them. You want to make them bigger? Fine. Flatten them, though. Stupid. I agree. Larger,
1: flatter bases. Yes. Let's this start is, that movement. This is silly, Alan Jerry, and the larger, flatter bases movement. Right. We're, we'll get. We'll be guests on MLB Network. We're flat basers. <laughs> 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 what are the, the flat earthers we're right. They're The yes. flat basers. I, These two idiots—they believe in flat bases.
0: I guess they increase them.
1: Four inches—that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope you hear so. that often. Al. <laughs> four <laughs> inches—that's huge. Oh yeah. Just don't hook them up to a. Just don't hook that person up to a lie detector test. Four inches—that's huge. Mm-hmm. Well, I
0: mean, in fairness, that's a guy saying it. So if he's happy with his four yep. inches, good for him. That's what, what I say too. It matters huge
1: <laughs> now the other weird thing that it says and this is going to be um, I predict this is going to be a mess this season it says MLB plans to emphasize enforcement of box
0: well so who was the guy remind me we had an issue with this with the Mets in one specific game maybe it was against the Mets I don't remember if it was a Met pitcher or someone against the Mets where he was called for three box in one inning yeah do you remember that and then the umpire said, well, we're, we're trying to emphasize what they want us to call. And yet it was like the first time they had done it all year. And I'm wondering if they're going to be super strict on the rules now to where if a guy really just barely twitches, if he's not coming to a complete stop. I don't know. I don't know if I love this.
1: Yeah, because they it's uh, one of those things where they go, uh, one of the baseball dudes, I don't know who said it, said this is going to be like, oh, Jeff Passon wrote this. I wanted to give him credit because I I don't want to steal his idea. He says this is going to be like the uh, catch-no-catch in uh, football where we're not going to know what's a balk, what's not a balk. I don't know if I believe that.
0: Richard Blyer, and it was a Marlins pitcher against the Mets. He was called from three consecutive balks. I don't know if I believe that. I think the balk rules are not that difficult. I just don't know that they enforce them as much. Yeah, Like when a guy twitches, it's a balk. I mean, it should be. The Blyer thing, if I remember, I don't... I'd have to watch the video, and I didn't know you were going to bring this up, or I would have watched it in the break. Jerry, it was on my blue card? You didn't write anything on the blue <laughs> cards. Um, if I remember correctly, it's that he was—he was never fully stopping. Yeah, it's, it's almost like when you come to a stop sign, you come to a rolling stop. Rolling stop. Yeah. If I remember, he was close to stopping, yes. but not. And by letter of the law, it was a balk. So I, I don't know. I think if they enforce it properly, I think it's fine. The catch thing is on a on seven different levels
1: compared to this. But they're also saying with this balk rule is they're going to also call it when there's when you don't have a runner on base. It's as a warning? No, not not I guess it's not going to be officially called a balk, but Well, it can't be. There's nobody on base. Right, but you also are not allowed to do certain techniques when when pitching. Okay. Your delivery style and that there are pitchers that have a delivery style that they believe will be called a Balk, oh, but where well, they, they award a ball to the batter? Oh, come on!
0: With that part, I, I
1: pulled an L on this one. That one, I didn't, I didn't see. In the I'm order. balking, yes, indeed, uh, I'm balking. Could you imagine? All right, that would be stupid. That would be stupid.
0: Especially with nobody on base. I mean, let them do what <laughs> they want. Who cares? Balk. I mean, I, I mean, Nestor Cortez does a million different things. Yeah. When there's
1: nobody on base, you know what it is? It's actually fun. Do you think anyone's ever been called for a balk where they thought, yeah, you know what, I did balk there? Everyone's yes. surprised. No, no, I yeah, I, I do. You do? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You think like that? They have to show like what? I didn't balk.
0: I think they probably in that moment might be surprised, and then when they showed it to them, no, they're yeah. like ew, you, my bad. You call balks in Little League? Um, you call balks starting when the kids start to pitch. They usually go. You know, the younger they are, a lot of warnings. Now, when you get to the big field, you might get one warning a game.
1: I love if you were if they just took balks right out of it, and you could fake. Well, how is that fair? <laughs> That's like, the whole point of not full, balking. Full wind-up, and then you spin towards first base. No. I love it. How are
0: you supposed to steal?
1: That makes it a no, very difficult no, part no. of the game. It's already difficult. No, absolutely not. Stop it. Stop uh, there's it. less stolen bases now than, like, when in the 80s, right? They don't run. Yeah, like in the 80s, They man. don't
0: run. It's a matter People of waiting running. for the home run now. The yeah. game. Very much like the NBA, baseball is different, you know? The, even watching see, college basketball last night, Nebraska beat Rutgers, um, and largely due to the fact that they hit a million threes in the first half. The game's just, like, Rutgers is playing well. They're making little mid-range jumpers, a couple of dunks, but the problem is you make a two, they make a three, four or five trips up and down the floor, floor like that, all of a sudden you're down by five points. Like, yeah. what, But we're going shot for shot with them. The game is different, and baseball is different. I, I love baseball. But this will be music to your ears. Baseball's boring. <laughs> what? It re- like the way it's played now? Yeah. Is like where's Ricky Henderson? Like Ricky Henderson stole a hundred bases. Where's Willie now McGee? a guy steals thirty and we're like, my God, that guy's got wheels. Thirty. Yeah. Right. When we grew up, it was like eh, thirty bases, eh, whatever. Right.
1: If you stole thirty bases, you okay? You, you better have hit thirty home runs. Yes. With it. Be a 30-30 guy. Yeah. Now you steal 30 bases. You're the new Ricky Henderson. It's just. Well, it's even weird, like like the Yankees batting, like, Aaron Judge a leadoff or something like yeah. No. Leadoff is. Supposed re- to be. Your Ricky Henderson, Willie McGee type player who's going to get on. Supposed to be. Steal a base. Steal and a base. And the guy that
0: batted second would usually be the guy that was a contact hitter yeah. or would be ready to bunt the guy oh, over. Yes. So you got your three, four, five guys coming up. It's not like that anymore. I need my power hitters. Three, four, five, Jerry. I You know, I did do what I did do this year. I pulled a new age baseball thing. In Little League? Yeah. You I bat- actually, my best power guy, I started batting him
1: second because I saw the value in him getting more at bats. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Yeah. But why didn't anyone think of that in the 80s? Um, like, why do we just think of this now to put a power guy? Because there was guy- nothing
0: wrong with the game. Oh. And it wasn't all about hitting home runs. That's why. Oh. Which is kind of what the game is right now.
1: I'm like, well, Who was the first guy who thought, like, no, I don't get this... uh
0: some stat geek.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get this uh, power hitter to bat leadoff.
0: Quick break. Five fifty three. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you Boomer and Geo next right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Amy Lawrence on Derek Carr. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, got about Thirty seconds or so. Boomer and Geo standing by. What's the big story you left for the end there? Huh?
1: Well, Amazon put out a uh, very brief teaser yesterday, Jerry, of a Reggie Jackson documentary. At first, I was like, ah, I'm not interested. And but... then it's Reggie talking, and he's a bit of a weird dude. And now I'm interested <laughs> okay, because he's a weird yeah, he's dude. A little, <laughs> he's a little. He's out li- there. He's a little out there. Yeah. And if he's gonna be the one. Recounting all these memories, I'm now interested I got to get through the Pamela Anderson one first. WFAN
0: WFAN FM WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the Free Odyssey app.